Hey there, it's Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Not Friday the 13th, Thursday the 13th. I don't know if wherever you are, there has been hardly any rain, but we finally got some rain yesterday. And we've had a horrible run. Now, I've said this a million times before, but it's been great for humans. Um, Not great for grass, not great for crops. Um, But uh, I got quite a bit of rain. Possibly more on the way later on this afternoon. More on the way later on this afternoon. I always find that there's an unexpected group of words that come together. And it's like, wow, that was really hard to say. Um, aluminum is a hard word for some people to say. The word cellular for me is really hard to say. But I, it's always funny when I find them that like, like I never said that combination of words before and I didn't know it was going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, there was more on the way was hard for me to say right there. Um, joke of the day today. Uh, so there's finally some reviews coming back from the new restaurant on the moon. The, the review is pretty solid across the board. Great food, no atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. The dumber they are, the, <laughs> the, the more I think I like them. <laughs> and I just, I just honestly, I'm, I'm running a little late today because I was looking for jokes. I, I was running low, and I, I don't like the long form. I have a lot of long form jokes, and I don't love them. I don't love doing them. I love them when good people tell them, but I'm not good at telling a long-term joke. Um, and so I was looking for some more quick ones this morning and you get lost in that stuff, man. You just, you find a 200 of the world's greatest jokes uh, and, and you just get lost in them. And, you know, about 10 of the 200 are, are really good. But uh, anyway, I was doing that today. I found that one. I, I liked it. What is I be grateful for today? This is what I'm grateful for. Uh, remember to be grateful. It's a good thing to do, and it keeps you in line. It reminds you that as much of a crummy day I had at the end of the last yesterday, it's a good day. I, I, I really have nothing to complain about. I had a moment. I had just like just a blip on the radar. Um, but honestly, you step back a little bit, and are you kidding me? What am I upset about? I just... Such a weenie. Um, I am grateful for uh, solid pacing in my life right now. It's good. It's brisk. I've got more work than I know what to do with, but timelines and deadlines have been spread out nicely. I don't feel overwhelmed by everything. I don't feel like I'm falling further behind every day. Um, so pacing has been really good um, in my work life. Uh, my personal life has been slow, uh, which has been nice. <clears throat> starting to maybe get a little antsy to do some stuff. So hopefully I will. Um, income has been solid. Super grateful for that. Um, I, I I just mentioned it rained. I'm so... I My fear is, though, that we got a bunch of rain yesterday. We might get a little more today. There might be more rain tomorrow morning when I might mow the lawn. And that could screw things up because this grass is going to grow fast. And then I got to mow on Saturday. Ugh. 
Don't love a Saturday mo. Don't love it. Um, I'm grateful for plans, but I am more grateful for the ability to pivot. Right? Like, I don't like going into stuff with just, yeah, let's do something. Well, where would we meet? What are we going to do? Like, do I need money? Do I need, what do I wear? What, like, there's a lot of things that go into, you can't just say that. So you have a little bit of a plan. You kind of have an idea where you're going. Now, you might go and do that thing and then be like, you know what? This isn't going to work out. Let's go do that. Okay, fine. That's, I, in, in doing that and being able to do that well is, in my opinion, one of the keys to life. You know, you can't, if you go in, your life will be, you'll just be frantic all the time if you never have a plan. Or you just don't care. And the people who say they don't care are people who probably don't have any ambition, really. Um, Because you do want to be, like, like, like it's hard for me to even agree to go to a brewery game because it's like, okay, I'm going to sit there for three hours and it's slow. No, give me a Saturday or Sunday, I'd love to go. Right? But doing it on a weeknight or taking a half a day on a you know on a Wednesday for a Wednesday afternoon game or something, well, I don't know. If, I don't know that I could do that. That I'd have to have off work before I'd feel comfortable with that because I just feel like that's going to push everything else off, and then I gotta you know I gotta catch up with that. But on the weekends, I can plan to just not have all that stuff to do. I could take a day off work. Yeah, I could do. I could certainly do that. But even then, I'd like to know far enough in advance so that I could plan my workout so that I don't fall behind. Um, and then if we were going to the bird game and we pivoted and said, let's go do something else, I'm cool with that. I don't, I don't like, though, hey, drop everything you're doing and come do this thing. And then people getting upset that either you, A, don't want to do that or you, you can't. Um, so I love a plan, but I love more the ability to pivot if needed. Um, what about, what about, uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, spontaneity. What about spontaneity? Well, I, I, maybe I just, I don't have that in me. I, yeah, I will tell you this hundred percent, hundred percent. I know you're going to laugh at this. I know you are, but I have planned to be spontaneous. <laughs> I know that sounds ridiculous, but I hundred percent done it. How have I done it? Uh, Lisa and I, uh, early on in our relationship, I don't do this anymore. I should. Uh, I, I had two pieces of paper. One had the letters GST on it. And the other, I said, just free for all or something like that. And I told her to pick a hand. And whichever hand she picked, that was we were either going to get shit done this weekend or we were going to just go do something. And go have fun, I think it was. And... Um, we had a lot of stuff to do, but nothing was really going to fall apart if we didn't. So I planned like, okay, just be prepared that we might just take a left turn and go do stuff that we didn't even plan on doing. So I held up my hands and she picked the let's have fun. So we went and goofed off all weekend. But I mean, I was prepared to, okay, if we don't get this done, then, you know, like the house wasn't going to fall apart or, you know, it was just sort of a planned spontaneity. Uh, and if I am not mistaken, we had a lot of fun. Uh, I, it was like, I think it was an unusually warm spring when we did that. Um, anyway, that's what I'm grateful for today. Don't you forget to be grateful. It makes the crap in life not seem so crappy. 
This is the meat of the program. This is the part we call What's Eating Kale. And when I say we, I mean me. These are uh, things that interest can found or gnaw at me. And today, uh, I, I have some client work that I need to do a little bit later on. And it's client work that I don't love doing. Um, it's helping them with some technical issues. Um, and this is the worst because it involves two things that are horrible, in my opinion. Uh, internal networking and printers. Oh, printers. <sighs> um. And it made me think of, well, at least it's not this. <laughs> I, I am, I, I, it, something like this might go on my grave because I, on my tombstone, I, uh, I say to Lisa all the time when she's complaining about a thing. And I don't, I don't do this to myself. I only do it to other people. <laughs> so that's somewhat fair. But I say to her all the time when she's complaining about a thing, I'm like, well, at least you're not doing this. Uh, and a lot of times she'll complain about the weather and I'll be like, well, at least you're not out digging ditches. Or she'll complain about her job and I'll say that. You know, like whatever it is, it's always, there's always a like, well, at least, you know, it's sort of like something bad happens and you're like, well, that's better than a poke in the eye. Um, so I do that. But and so I thought of this story um, that I think might be fun for some people to hear um, because it made me realize that this client work that I have to do a little bit later on today um, isn't as bad as this. So a few years ago, I, uh, ooh, long week, tough week. It's Friday. I had a long day on a Friday. Fridays are one of two things for me. They're tough or they're breezy. This was a tough Friday on top of a tough week. And this is something I never, ever do. I, when I was done, I wrapped up about four or five o'clock. I went and grabbed a beer. And I was sitting on the couch enjoying a beer I didn't even have the TV on. That's how much I just needed to, you know, let it out. Just like get it out. And just the beer was going to wash some of the crap off me. And I like right now, anything could set me off, right? Like I'm feeling good. I'm starting to head in the right direction, but anything could set me off and the phone rings, right? And it's Lisa's mom, Donna. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Lisa's mom's name is Donna. Her dad's name is Ron. I have lovingly given, the, given them the celebrity name of Rodana. And uh, when Rodana calls, all I can hear is her talking or trying to talk over the chaos in the background, which could only be described as sirens, people talking over a loudspeaker. And I can hardly hear her talk. But they weren't on the scene of a horrific fiery crash. They were in their computer room and their computer was uh, telling them that there's a problem. And uh, I'm the person I'm the person they call when when that when shit goes down with the computer. I don't even care about that. <clears throat> I've been better about swearing. I hope you notice that. Um, she has no idea in her defense. She doesn't know that this is where I'm at. She doesn't know I'm just like fried she doesn't know that anything could set me off right now, but I cannot handle what I'm hearing on the phone right now. Like I just ha I don't have the capacity. I just don't. As much as I'm like I, you know, like confronting all of this in my own head, I can't. I can't hit the reset button. I'm just like ah. So I'm saying you need to you just please leave the room and close the door so that we can talk about this. 
And so she does. And I can still hear it in the background, but it's now this muffled. <laughs> it's just, it's freaking hilarious to me right now, but it was not at that moment. Um, and she goes, oh, the computer has been yelling at me and it's the siren and it's, I've done something wrong. And um, she goes, should I just unplug it? That Can I, I if I just unplug it, well, then I, and I'm like, oh my God. Okay, so for all of you who don't know, Unplugging your computer while it's running is one of the worst things you can do. You can ruin your hard drive. You can ruin the memory in your computer. You can really just ruin your computer almost instantaneously. Now, you may not, but you it's a way higher likelihood that you will if you do something like that. So, no, 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 no. Just give me a second. So, I'm going to go grab my laptop and I'm going to figure out what's going on. I'm like, what was on the screen? What, you know, what was it saying? And so she told me a few of the details she had and I looked it up and it's a scam. So, uh, it doesn't right now, it doesn't matter that it's a scam, right? Like it doesn't, doesn't matter what happened to get there. None of that matters. What happened, what, what matters now is there's a scam that they're being approached with and how do we stop the craziness, right? Like that's first thing we got to do. So, I go through and it turns out that on this virus, there's, or it's not really a virus, but uh, in this particular scam, there's nothing really going on there. It's a window that has come up over the top of all the other windows. And you can't see the, the button to close out the window. It's a full screen and there's, there's seemingly no way to close the window, but I know how to close windows. So I told her to press a couple of keys on the keyboard uh, so that she would get the option to be able to close that window. She closed the window and phew, everything goes quiet. She actually closed the whole browser. Now, there's one problem with doing that. We've solved that problem for right now. But when she goes to open this browser back up, if the browser set to just open up the windows I had, the, the websites I had before, we're going to run into the same problem again. So we go through a few things, uh, and uh, I, I get her through this, this, this immediate issue that we have. But she's like, oh, they need me to call a number. Should I call the number? I'm like, no, 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 don't call the number. Um, and uh, so the noise is gone, and I can feel my blood pressure starting to go down a little bit. And uh, now I... I I get her to the part where the window, the browser is closed. And now I'm like, okay, after all this ends, if she goes and if that thing comes back up again, this is going to, it's just going to go. And she's going to think I didn't know what I was doing. And and then not that I don't care about that part, but I mean, then she's going to be like, well, I'll just unplug it then. Cause he, the, he didn't, he didn't fix it. And so, so we go through all this stuff and, uh, I had her uh, run a couple of tests to make sure there was no actual virus uh, attached to this thing. And I have her reboot the computer. And now here we go. We got to open that browser back up because I don't, part of me said I should just be done right then. And come what may when she goes to open up the browser, that's where I was in my head. But I'm like, oh, I can't do that to her. So I tell her to open up the browser while I'm still on the phone. And whew, it didn't reopen the it didn't reopen the scam. So crisis was averted. Um, but this is the funny thing. When you talk to somebody like that, you're like, what were you doing when, when this started just so we can maybe make sure that that doesn't happen? And she said, I wasn't doing anything. It just popped up. Okay, so doesn't 
doesn't work that way. So I'm like, well, you had to have clicked on something or you had to have visited a website or you had to do something. Well, she had um, Yahoo Mail and it was a free version of, of Yahoo Mail. And in the right column of Yahoo um, and elsewhere, I believe, they have ads that come up. And I don't know why Yahoo is notorious for this, but a lot of their ads are rogue. And you click on the ad and bam, you're in hell. Um, I've never, I, I just don't understand why they don't clean that up. So to solve the problem forever, we pay about $3 a month for her to have the ad-free version of Yahoo Mail. And she goes, well, I don't, I don't normally click on those. And I'm like, well, I know you don't normally, but every once in a while, it's going to seem too good to be true. And you're going to click on it. And then you're going to call me. Uh, so let's just not even allow that to happen. So that problem has never occurred again. Um, and so that's a fun story. Uh, and that makes me feel like when I go to do this client work uh, later on today, at least it's not this, right? Like it's, at least it's not this holy crap moment. A little bit of what I've learned. Um, it's called learning from my mistakes. These are it's a moment for me to reflect and to learn from my mistakes and the mistakes of others. And today's is uh, interesting because it's something that I think everybody suffers from. Um, I know that in my life, the reason I'm in a wheelchair is because of this. And there's all kinds of, um, you know, even little things in my life. There's just so many times that the the problem that I've, I need to learn better from and the thing that I've learned from in the past that I need to actually get better at. Um, is the idea that nothing is impossible and that success is iterative. And by that, I mean, you know, who is it? Who is the light bulb guy? Uh, Thomas Edison uh, said, you know, I haven't failed a thousand times. I've, you know, just gotten closer to success. I've learned a thousand things. And um, that's really true. Uh, so let me just, I, I want to tell you why I'm, I'm talking about this right now. There's a lot of things right now that look, like really big hills to climb, really tough challenges. I'm excited for them, but they're tough. And I, I was reminded of a podcast I did on another a podcast episode I did on another podcast I have called Totally Hyped. And it's about marketing. And there was this great marketing campaign done um, that featured Muhammad Ali. And it seemed to attribute these words to Muhammad Ali. These are the words. And I, I just, I, this is a quote. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small people who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. Now, that quote has been attributed to Muhammad Ali ever since it came out. Um, Muhammad Ali did not say that quote. Uh, I watched Justin Timberlake once. I, in fact, this is when I first researched it. This is years ago. He accepted an award and he said, and Muhammad Ali had just died. And so this is like days after Muhammad Ali died and Justin Timberlake was receiving an award. And he said, the great Muhammad Ali once said, and he said this quote. Um, it was actually written by a copywriter at an ad at a marketing firm. Um, they were doing an Adidas uh, campaign that featured Ali and this campaign was super powerful, super great. And as that 
quote comes up, it seems as if it's being attributed to Muhammad Ali. Um, but it wasn't. A copywriter wrote it. It's still true. And just, I mean, just because Ali didn't say it, it's still a great saying. But we don't know what's impossible. And something only becomes impossible to any one of us if we just decide that it's impossible. Until we decide it's impossible, it's not impossible. And I know you can say all kinds of things. Well, it's impossible to hold my pee all, you know, whatever. I, I understand that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about big things. We're talking about things that you don't think you can do or I don't think I can do or things that I've accepted as truths when they might not be truth. So, for example, um, and I've, I've said this before on this very podcast, um, if you were to tell somebody in the mid-1800s that one day we'll fly halfway around the world with hundreds of people in a metal tube in a matter of hours, they probably would have burned you at the stake. If you'd have told somebody in the 1950s that almost all the documented knowledge in the world would be instantly accessible in the palm of your hand, they would have called the authorities. They would have thought you were a spy or you were insane or what have you. Nothing is impossible. We just don't know how to solve the problem yet. We don't, if it is a problem, we just haven't figured it out yet. You know, there's no reason why the Wright brothers, you know, just kept going. They just believed. So that's played a role in my life because um, there's a podcast episode out there in a number of places where I talk about how I ended up in the wheelchair. And part of the problem was that I was told I had a disease and I, you know, started going through my life knowing that I have this disease and that this would be the progression. And as that progression, I, I was accepting of it and being like, okay, well, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at. Fast forward to a couple of years ago and I find out that in fact, I don't have that disease and now it's like, I shouldn't have ever thought, oh, well, this is what it is. I should have just done whatever was possible for me. I should have worked through those. But man, there is moments when I'm like, oh, it finally got me. And, and now here I am. Um, but it hadn't. It's just what I believed because, it was, you know, a doctor told me. And I'm not coming down on doctors. I'm not doing anything. It was fucking the 1980s. What did they know? Um, so... At the end of the day, you know, I need to wrap my head around these things that seem like, oof, I don't know if I'm capable. I don't know if I'm capable. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> and so I got to, I'm, I'm about to embark on a few physical endeavors that um, God only knows where they'll, they'll take me, but I have to remember that even when it seems impossible or it seems like I can't, that that I don't, there's only one way. I, I just have to keep going. And, you know, it doesn't matter if I fail today. I need to get back after it. And I, I say this, and I'm just reminded of it today, um, but I think that that's valuable for everybody. Um, I really do. I think that everybody can realize that, you know, the, the challenges that they have in their lives are usually, I mean, my challenge is actually quite small compared to, you know, getting somebody to Mars or, you know, landing somebody on the moon or inventing flight. 
you know, the, the ability for humans to fly around the world. So at the end of the day, you know, I just have to keep in mind that, you know, impossible or failure is really just in your head. It's only when you believe that it's impossible or that you believe that you failed and that there is no more. That's, that's where it stops. And that's what's eating kale today. Coming up this week, top five guilty pleasure songs tomorrow. All kinds of fun tomorrow. Um, Until then, make it a good one.